1: Directly across from me, probably opposed to nearly everything I'm going to say in the next 90 minutes. I'm opposed to that,
2: what you See, just said. he doesn't even agree <laughs> with the premise That's of the It's not the, the way you pro. opened the program. It's terrible. It certainly is. It's an uh, abomination. Oh, here we go. Did you get
1: rid of that abomination that your lovely bride put up yep. last weekend?
2: You mean that abomination with the gold and the silver on it? Yeah, the I threw tree. it out. Mm-hmm. I tossed it out. You threw it out? Yep. Because it's pagan satanic. It's on the front lawn now. <laughs> somebody's going to steal it. <laughs> Probably so. Further
1: proof <laughs> that Satan's involved. All right. On the mark, sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company. Please check them out at sunburymotors.com. Our toll-free line is open. Call us 1-800-795-9565. You can email us at com and text us at 70236. If you're a TextConnect member, just reply to a previous message or start up a new one at 70236. And we invite you to do what I have done on multiple occasions. Visit sunburymotors.com and start sifting through the Fords, the Lincolns, the Kias, and the Hyundais. Those are the brand new vehicles. Or you can check out the hundred of pre-owned hundreds of pre-owned inventory. These are vehicles that are in perfect condition. Then you can select the perfect vehicle. Remember, I'm still online here. I'm still just using my phone and sifting through these, and then you can purchase a vehicle right online from your home or your phone. In fact, I went down there and parked in front of the Quick Lane and uh, bought a new vehicle right off the phone while I was there. And recently, yes. And they said, "Where is it?" Oh. They said, "Where are you? We'll switch the vehicles with you." I said, "I'm over at the Quick Lane." And so they said, "Okay, uh, Mr. Crazy Man, here you go." So, uh, yeah. So was, you
2: finally did it.
1: No, no, no. This is a Ford Edge. I'm driving around the Ford Edge temporarily. but oh, okay. I just think this was a great opportunity for everybody to, uh, to prove that you can purchase a vehicle, a Ford, Lincoln, Kia, or Hyundai new vehicle or pre-owned vehicle that's in perfect condition with the Carfax and low miles and the 200-point check, and uh, satisfy your vehicular needs with a purchase right online from your home. So do as I've done. Please purchase your next vehicle from the Sunbury Motor Company. Uh, you will become... Just another statistic, hundreds of thousands of happy customers uh, from the Sunbury Motor.
2: I beg to differ. They're not just statistics at the Sunbury Motor Company. They're beloved friends and customers.
1: (laughs) Well, but I'm saying the hundreds of thousands of of people, that's the statistic. They're happy customers.
2: Well, that's what they turn out over there.
1: Well, they certainly do. All right. Well, welcome aboard, buddy. Thank you so much for coming in. Let's see. We have one story in the Associated Press today. The uh, Trump campaign's got two uh, iron in the fire in Pennsylvania. Hopefully uh, they want to throw out the Pennsylvania vote so that the president won't get those electoral votes.
2: No, no, the president would get them. Oh, yeah, the president
1: would end up getting, well, nobody would get them, but that would uh, hurt uh, Joe Biden's uh, total. And let's see what else is happening. We had the governor yesterday imploring people to follow some of the CDC guidelines, wear a mask, make sure that you're keeping socially distant. And, of course, I don't know if you monitor our social media discussion. Lots of people uh, said a curse word and then said the word you to the governor. So I think they're, they must be acquaintances of the governor because they're ta- kind of communicating with the governor via
2: our <laughs> social media page. So they were happy to see that. But, um, you know, th- th- yeah. this is all a lot of hypocrisy. Uh, the story, and I know we have it, and it's been getting coverage, and ironically, NBC has been chastised for Editing it in a fake way to make the woman appear to be less than um, emotional or less than honest about what she was saying. What are you talking about? I'm talking about the lady in California who has outdoor dining that's now banned, and directly across the parking lot from her tent, they allowed a Hollywood movie company producing an NBC comedy Mm -hmm. to set up five or six large tents to serve food to the people making the TV show. But this woman is considered to be unsafe, serving far fewer people in her own restaurant where she spent something like $80,000 to get this outside tent and set up this outside dining. And now she's being told she cannot sell food. But across the street, a Hollywood movie company is putting it out for everybody. All right, so what Joe is talking
1: about, by way of background, I don't know if you've monitored in that, but Governor Newsom has imposed a series of very onerous restrictions. I think his name ought to be Gruesome, Governor Gruesome. Governor Gruesome, that's fine, since we're back in high school again. (laughs) Uh, We are going to uh, play an excerpt of, uh, well, anyway, back to the governor, he imposed some restrictions, much like we have in Pennsylvania a little bit more restrictive than that, but uh, restaurant size limitations, uh, crowd size, uh, capacity percentages are in use there. I mean, they're, they're really, uh, he's trying to stop what is a really a, a terrible outbreak there, worse than it is even in Pennsylvania. Uh, to that end, this woman says, well, that'll completely put her out of business. That means no inside customers and only one or two people at her tent outside. And so she had a uh, opportunity this week. She posted a video of her uh, n- very, very emotional. unhappy about uh, these uh, changes, particularly as Joe has accurately pointed pointed out, uh, there is a tent across uh, another parking lot nearby uh, where they're going to be feeding far more people who are working on a comedy show. So here's uh, that uh, woman. This is from her video. This is from the video itself.
3: I'm losing everything. Everything I own is being taken away from me. And they set up a movie company right next to my outdoor patio, which is right over here. They have not given us money and they have shut us down. We cannot survive. My staff cannot survive. Look at this. Tell me that this is dangerous, but right next to me as a slap in my face, that's safe. This is safe. I guess I was in shock. So I didn't, I walked in and then I'm going to make signs and give out last paychecks and I just started crying. And I just was like, I can't take anymore. I literally have been punched in the face 10 times over. I've done the dance. I've done everything that they've wanted.
1: What you see is, you can't see it in, obviously on the radio, but what she does is she shows, and you've seen these, these are outdoor areas that we had set up around here during the summer with a tent and picnic tables, and the tables are spaced apart, and at each table uh, you can take off your mask if you're at that with uh, some people, and they, they have to stay distant like each picnic table. There's are six-foot tables, and you can only seat four of them at each uh, table maximum, and uh, that's how she did her summer, and I guess that worked satisfied. Factory, so to speak, uh, but then came these tighter restrictions, which uh, you can only have one or two people in that wide open space. Which so she's not going to ha- have anybody there. Uh, but next door is a tent that it's empty. More in, than one. There the, are like
2: four or five tents right, connected.
1: They're well, they're going to feed a couple hundred people. They said there. So
2: oh, a couple hundred people. Oh, of course there wouldn't well, be any
1: COVID virus there. The movie co- or the uh, entertain. The caterer said that there's up to four hundred people are going to eat there, but they eat and shift start. Starting At ten o'clock, they eat at noon. They'll only have a dozen people in the tents at any given time. Well, then and it's why would they have line. five
2: five big tents set up? Uh, for because a it's a
1: food people. line, so people have <laughs> to go through one at a time. And they said they didn't put any seating in it, but you can see in the woman's video that there's a picnic table. At least one picnic table in plain sight inside the you know. The Actually, movie I think she tent. had
2: about. Oh, okay, I don't know what they had, but she had about yeah. five picnic tables. So in now. any
1: event, uh, they're going to feed far more people than she typically would. In, but here's in her the tent. rub:
2: there is no sign. Governor Gruesome was asked if what the science was based on this showing that outdoor dining was harmful, there is none. The CDC doesn't say there's anything. Well, you don't need
1: science like for You just have common sense. If you're sitting across from someone with COVID-19 and the wind is calm, it doesn't matter So So the, people, the movie,
2: movie 10 aren't sitting across? There's no potential for them to be sitting across from somebody?
1: Look, they are taking it. I, I, it's 100% completely wrong, Joe. You and I are on the same side of this, but I can easily answer the unanswered questions that you have. Uh, this uh, movie, or the, enter, the caterer is taking advantage of an asterisk in the law that allows the energy entertainment business in california to continue but i'm not saying they should
2: be shut down i'm saying this woman should be allowed to operate if it's safe for them it's safe for her what do you know please stan help us out here
4: <laughs> my understanding of what's going on in california is all outdoor dining by private companies except for the movie industry has been shut down especially in l.a
1: well, yeah, they got to keep the entertainment industry going. We wouldn't want to have to wait longer
2: for our next
4: episode of-
2: all those nice left-wing actors and actresses have to have a, have to have something to eat, right?
4: So. Yeah, well, they must put a pile of money into Newsom's, yeah, uh, you know, campaign coffers is all I can figure out. But yeah, I mean, this this woman, she said, and I've seen the video. She's showing it's right there. She just turns around and, and those movie tents are right there, you know. She can't put it allow anybody to sit at her dining after she's put all that money out. You know, that's one thing with the government. You know, they set these standards and they keep moving the goalposts and people can't you know, after a while the people run out of money. Wow. And they get no reimbursement. And then they're shut down. And then they can definitely can't have it don't have any money because they have no income.
2: Well then there's the one in New York which is pretty egregious too where apparently sheriffs deputies are caught without out, out of uniform accosted uh, the one bar owner who's been declared his bar an autonomous zone which I think is a riot <laughs> you know and he's saying he's he does not govern by these laws and now they're they're arresting him or they I guess they let him go without bail because it turns out that it's probably uh, maybe the sheriffs deputies were at fault in this but, you know, here here's another guy trying to make an honest living. And, and if, if you have your bar open or your restaurant open and I choose to go in, I'm accepting the risk. If you do everything you're supposed to do to keep me safe and I choose to accept whatever additional risk is involved with going into your establishment, that should be up to me, shouldn't it?
4: Well, I would think so. But, you know, in this country these days with... the people in charge, personal responsibility means nothing to them. It's it's do as I do, do as I say, not as I do because they're the ones going out and eating in the in the big fancy restaurants and eating outdoor dining because in LA I believe was one of the councilwomen, you know, she voted on on well, I mean, the to ban the outdoor dining, and then she went out that day <laughs> yeah, right, and was eating in an outdoor dining area. Not right. only
2: that, but you talk about being tone deaf. Governor, they, they had a report on this morning that the bar bill for Governor Newsom's French laundry visit with his 10 people for their birthday party was $10,000 for the wine.
4: That's a lot of booze, isn't
1: it? And that's paid for by, <laughs> by taxpayers.
2: I don't know who's paid.
1: Oh paying, well, well, no, it's lobbyists. <laughs> <laughs> so what do you care if lobbyists buy a lot of wine? What's the what's the dilemma? Well,
2: here, don't you see the insensitivity of it? A guy drinking ten thousand dollars worth of wine while other people can't even feed their families. Don't you have a problem with that? I do. So yeah, I agree.
1: Well, I think think th- if you would suddenly like to care about income disparities in the U.S., Joe, you're going to have to come up with better examples than that. That is certainly fine, and there's no doubt that that's an irony. But uh, the fact of the matter is, uh, there will be poor always. Who famously said that? Jesus. Hey, right. So uh, I, I don't think that you can come up with a bottle of wine and say, "Aha! I've, I now but care about the poor." But no, come on. It's the tone poor. deaf. If but Jesus, anyway, would, so what if Governor you think was Jesus would be drinking ten thousand dollars worth of the wine, they are.
2: He won't answer control. me. You hear that, Stan? He won't there, answer me. Yeah, Stop
1: here. interrupting me, Joe. I'm trying to finish. Rush one sentence, if I may, if you would be so kind. I think what the governor's trying to do is he sees his hospitals are running out of staff, space, and supplies, and he has to take action, and he knows that restaurants, bars and restaurants are the single biggest spreaders of the COVID-19. E- and he's trying true. to save his hospitals there from is being no, overwhelmed.
2: No science. That's simply
1: what he's doing. I know you I think it's no science it's an about outdoor and you don't dining being unhealthy. but the fact is that <laughs> he has to take action to save his hospitals. Otherwise, a lot of people are going to die because the hospitals can't treat them.
2: Now, here's the problem. The problem with this is that there is no science saying outdoor dining is harmful or any, at any greater risk. The okay. CDC was asked. The governor was asked. He couldn't cite any. So you people on the left are always saying, follow the science, follow the science. Here the science says there's <laughs> well, nothing to it, nothing to see here, and you're all, and your right. knickers are in a twist. Nobody. Nobody's, well, nobody's know, twisting.
4: Outdoor, outdoor <laughs> dining, outdoor bars, and, and restaurants are the problem. But those, those thousands of people in in, in the VLM protest, the Antifa protest, and and the L.A. Lakers, you know, uh, <clears throat> celebration and all the and and the Joe Biden, oh yeah, celebration for his supposed win. That's okay. <clears throat> that's all great, fine and dandy. But don't go sit in a restaurant and have a meal.
1: Or outside a restaurant, really, not even inside. Well, what we're sure discussing do. Yeah, that's what we're discussing.
2: But at least go- I okay. will give Governor Wolf some credit. He hasn't gone that far here in Pennsylvania yet. No, Governor Wolf
1: says he yeah. does not wish to impose restrictions. He wants us to do it, which obviously we're not
2: interested in, but nonetheless, he's not going to do it. But where does personal responsibility, I know Stan comes down with me on this one, where does personal responsibility enter into it? You know, if you are willing to accept the responsibility and the risk of going into a restaurant, restaurant, knowing that it will be socially distanced and the number of tables will be reduced and you will be required to wear a mask. Where's the issue? I don't have any issue with that. I, I,
1: I didn't impose any restrictions. Neither has the governor. I think one of the reasons the governor <laughs> yeah. didn't. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, you guys would know if he will. But in any event, I think what's happening here is he said, look, the the, the state doesn't want restrictions. But he has, just as Governor Newsom and Governor Wolf, have to say, okay, well, once once the hospitals run out of space, I have to do something. And that's what the governor did yesterday. He really didn't do anything. He went up to the podium and said, hey, guess what? You know what you ought to do? Wear a mask, wash your hands, stay socially distanced, avoid crowded areas. And uh, you know what people said on uh, Facebook? Stand did you see our social media page? That somebody no, used I the F word about our governor.
5: <laughs> no, well, no way. Yeah, I don't true. believe that. It happened. It happened.
4: <laughs> now, I, oh, over the weekend on Sunday, I went through for a drive up to the Poconos. And I'd drive around East year, You know, I'd, I'd go up there every year, several times. And you know, the businesses that are closed that are never reopened. But there's one in particular up there in Tannersville. It's a Tannersville and I don't know if you've ever heard of it or not. It's been around since eighteen twenty five, but this year they closed up and to never reopen unless somebody buys the property because of COVID and the governor's shutdown orders.
1: You killed them. Well, and we're hearing rumors a number of businesses around here, uh, some voluntarily shutting down temporarily, and some say this will be the end. So. But
2: here's the interesting thing. If you had Tough. to guess, what percentage of American citizens do you think are complying to the best of their ability with mask-wearing, hand-washing, and social distancing? Do you believe that nobody is pr- practicing that? No, I was. it's probably about 50%. I mean, once you get into the heart of Snyder County and
1: Union County and the you know, out in the country, nobody's wearing a mask. So they probably well, collectively huh? offset the people, people in I the town wearing them. I mean, I right. saw Mark. Do you live in town, or do you? Would you say you live out in the country?
2: I live well. Shamokin Dam is rural. Okay,
1: uh, is <laughs> rural. <laughs> okay. okay, so you live in the country. Well, you have the anomaly. You have a country town that has <laughs> mask wearing. So, but if you go out in the country, you'll know. And as uh, Stan could easily attest, step out of the Danville proper, and you are in maskless zone.
2: You would you well, attest to
4: that, I'm Stan? question. question. So are you advocating for wearing masks when you're walking outside? See, even in town here in Danville, when there's nobody within a thousand feet of you, are you advocating wearing a mask?
1: I would say if you are outdoors and there's no one near you, you you shouldn't have to wear a mask. Although the governor is asking everyone to wear one everywhere. Once you step out of the house, put a mask on and keep it on. But I'm not sure that – walk like, okay. uh, there's people on that trail but yesterday you, up, si- up above Danville that were walking. You didn't let me finish my point. Nobody was anywhere near them.
2: Here's my point. If, let's say, 50 percent of the people – let's say you're right. 50 percent of the people are following mm-hmm. following through on this, doing all the things they're supposed to do. Oh, I'm right. And yet, still, people are getting <laughs> sick. People are getting the virus from, uh, you know – from what? You know, are they getting it from other people? Who is spreading it? Hmm. If half the people have cut it, if half the people Isn't are doing the right thing, how come the, cl- the curve hasn't flattened? It, you really? know, it would appear with all these huge numbers. you know it would be? Well, how about, Joe, how about this? Do you know why
1: the cur- why more people don't have it than could? Because half the population is wearing a mask.
2: But you're missing my point. Oh,
1: <laughs> I'm too stupid. I'm well, suffering that from is ma- a problem, but I I'll admit. I major, but... major cognitive <laughs> delays here.
2: But here, I mean, the, the, a virus is a virus. What do viruses do? They spread until they are found, some way found, is found to check them. Okay. You know, so no matter what you do, there is an element of risk. Even people who stay inside, I know some people who have been very careful. Uh, um, I was told they had COVID. I said, How in the world did they get it? You know, so you you can, you can take all the precautions in the world, but it's still going to spread. So you're saying if nobody wore a mask, we'd have the same numbers, huh? There are people making that argument. I don't Mm, agree with that. There are people making, these anti-masking protests. Don't even bring it to this show. Uh, Did you see the school teacher? I love this one. A school teacher who went to an anti-masking rally, cursing and swearing at the people using the (laughs) F word at them. A teacher, a young lady teacher. Well, that's wrong.
4: (laughs) And she's on, she's on, on leave from the school right now because. Of that.
2: As she should be. I mean, yeah, you, now, I don't care no, if she I, protested. I have, an,
4: I have another question. So why can't she it's have the vaccine? Go ahead. It, 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 it's about the vaccines, okay? If I choose not to get the vaccine, but you do, what's the problem? You're protected from me, and I'm protected from you because you've taken the vaccine, correct?
1: Yeah. So why no should point.
4: everyone get it?
1: I don't think we're advocating that every single soul on the planet get it. I know well, I think the kids they are advocating that. I think they, they are advocating they are. that. <laughs> oh, I thought they
2: carved out children and that's uh, who gets it first. But eventually, the goal is for everybody to get it. No, I don't think there's any. We plan We all to line vaccinate. up like sheep and get vaccinated. Well, I-
1: in the U.S., there's yeah. no plan to vaccinate children. Joe has well, a plan to vaccinate children. Yeah. Nobody else does. Yeah,
2: <laughs> yes, yeah. but they
4: want you to have your papers. In Britain, they have the National Health Service has a little. You know, card that says that uh, tells people that you've had your vaccine and you best be carrying that with you at all times.
1: And one nice lady so who's 90 has her that paper now.
4: Yeah, yeah. so it's a, it's a now it's a show me your papers type deal. Didn't we see that somewhere in the 30s and 40s?
2: Wasn't that in Casablanca? Wasn't
4: good, a good ending, wasn't
2: it? Wasn't that in Casablanca? Well, in World War Two, you had to have papers in Germany. You always had to have papers. I must see your papers. Let me see yes. your
4: papers.
1: <laughs> all right, Stan, we'll give you the last word. Go right ahead. <laughs>
4: Well, everybody have a great day. Stay safe. <laughs> and if you want to wear a mask, wear a mask. If you don't, don't. And
1: am an not going to be
6: against you. In an answer nice to your day.
1: question, if Thanks, you're sir. outdoors walking, I saw people on that rail trail that goes out of Danville, the name of which escapes me. Um, yeah. That is perfectly fine. I mean, you're out there on your own. You're in your pod, whomever the other individual that was walking. That's perfectly safe and fine. That's okay. Okay.
4: That's right. I don't have a problem with that.
1: <laughs> all right. Thank you so much for calling in. Yeah, I, I'm talking about people who are congregating, going to the auctions in Snyder County or going to the stores in, in rural Snyder County, not wearing a mask. These are people that are right next to people, uh, food handlers uh, handling products and money and so on. They're not wearing a mask. And I think that is uh, unsatisfactory Given that, in Lawrence's no,
2: worthless view. Shouldn't the caseload in Snyder County be much higher, given uh, this reckless behavior you're saying we'll all, we're all doing? No, it's simply the fact that the caseload could be much
1: lower if everybody wore a mask. This much we know for sure. And your vague science supports that through and through. So you're, there's one element and one molecule of science you'll just have to buy
2: into. Well, you don't accept the fact that there's no science showing outdoor dining is a spreader. Conversation with <laughs> off the ring. <laughs> but there is common sense. We do have, we can always
1: rely on common sense, Joe. All right, we're going to take a quickie break. and When we come back, we'd have time for a speedy dialer. Uh, Joe says there's absolutely no science at all whatsoever that supports either gravity around Earth or that if you're near somebody with COVID in the outdoors, you can't get it, call them up. 1-800- 795-9565. No
2: when it thing. comes to
5: car buying, there's the <laughs> other guy's way, and then there's the SMC way. The other guys force you into a vehicle you really don't want. The Suburban Motors way lets you take the time you need to browse, ask questions, and take the test drive and think on it. For over 100 years, the Merth family and all their employees have made your experience the most pleasant one you'll ever have the other guys won't offer you the best price for your trade no matter how much they say they will the smc way is their promise to provide you with the most money the market shows your vehicle's worth
1: Welcome back w to WKOK Live Telephone Talk Show on the Mark. Asking you shall receive the caller to take us closer to 9 a.m. Eastern Time. Good morning, fan. Than. Thanks for calling in.
6: Good morning. How are you guys this morning? Besides Joe spreading all kinds of unscientific things, Joe, uh, you know, the fact you don't believe science is one thing.
2: I believe to science. I believe science, but I, the only thing I said about science was there is no scientific evidence that outdoor dining causes any additional spread. And even Governor Newsom couldn't come up with any science, and the CDC doesn't have any. That's okay. all I said about science.
6: So you say. Uh, I'll, I'll take your word that you don't know that there's science that says that. All uh, times that we get together now masked unmasked open air or not open air there's enough virus in the air that we can get this friends of mine have gotten the virus for the reason they work in a nursing home and they're taking their uh, they're they're actually going to work under de- uh, every day uh under stress that they could get the disease others just did everything right and still came up with the disease Joe, we cannot fill up hospitals with the stupidity of not realizing that a virus is jumps from person to person one way or another.
2: Well, if I'm everybody, sorry, if people if get every- it, then if people get it with they, taking all the precautions, that reinforces what I was saying, is that a virus is going to spread. No matter how much we do, somebody's going to get sick.
6: Yes, the best thing to do is declare a war like Trump did. Trump said, this is war. Now, all the states should do the stuff all by yourself. Governor Newsom, I'm sorry, we're not going to help you. And don't forget, our Senate will not act on any help for the state, and they have not. All also-
2: Boy, you got your facts messed up this morning. Stan. <laughs> I don't
6: think so, Stan, yeah.
2: The only difference is the S yes and the T. Stan, we're going to ask you to call back.
6: We'll talk to you maybe tomorrow. All okay.
1: right, thanks, buddy. Thanks Have a good so one. Much. Appreciate the call. You are listening to News Radio 1070 WKOK Sunbury. WKOK News Time, 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time for CBS News, then local news on WKOK.
0: Mark Lawrence and Joe McGranahan.
1: Greetings. Welcome back. WKOK Live Telephone Talk Show. On the mark, I'm Mark Lawrence. Mr. Joe's across from me. We haven't given him sufficient credit all week, but boy, Rob Center glues the pieces together, screens the calls, runs the fabulous bumper music, uh, connects us with uh, strange pieces of audio like we're going to hear coming up, and uh, we just want to thank him for being him. So we very much appreciate Rob Center, a fabulous uh, producer. On the mark, sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company, please do do as we've done. Check them out at sunburymotors.com. Toll free line open. Call us 1 800 795 You can email us if you so choose at on the market, wkok.com. We actually haven't received any emails today. Or you could do as Stan has done and Than has done and others have done. Text us at 70236. If you're a Text Connect member, just reply to a previous message or start up a new one at 70236. If you haven't yet joined the thousands of people who have signed up for WKOK Text Connect, let me explain this. Just our way to stay in touch with you with breaking news, information about uh, weather warnings, closed highways around here, dead celebrities, breaking local or national news, I and we we're going to
2: change that to deceased notables. Oh, I'm sorry, it's a little softer. Uh, Denise, no, Denise, de-ceased. Denise, de-ceased. notable,
1: whoever she is, Denise, notable. We hope she lives forever. But if she were to pass, we will send you a text message, uh, and uh, it's two-way communication. That's the bottom line. And uh, We read them in the newsroom, and we can read them on the radio at WKOK's On The Mark program. So sign up for Text Connect. We don't sell the list. We don't get anything from it. We have to pay to do it. But it's our way of staying in touch with you and making sure that you're aware that we're uh, following you around throughout the day and make sure that uh, we can give you a piece of important information. Some brief news headlines. There are reports. A guard at the Allenwood Federal Pen was stabbed Monday, and he's in critical condition today. 51-year-old Dale Frank. Uh, Frankie was stabbed in the eye, underwent surgery, and is in critical condition in intensive care, according to a nursing supervisor at Geisinger. Many people on social media and elsewhere are offering prayers for Frankie. He's well known. He's the coach of the Midwest High School Wrestling Program. Reports are that two guards were stabbed, one treated and released, the other, Frankie, still in the hospital. Bureau of Prisons and FBI not yet commenting on this. The state's reporting an outbreak of COVID-19 at one of the Valley's state-run facilities at Sealant Grove Center, Department of Human Services says there's 67 COVID-19 cases. That is 15 residents and 52 staff have or have had the disease. Sealant Grove Center serves almost 200 individuals with intellectual disabilities. Meantime, much lower numbers at Danville State Hospital. Fewer than five cases among staff and residents of Danville State Hospital. Governor Tom Wolf yesterday, please, I'm begging you, follow the guidelines. Wear a mask every. Stay distant, avoid crowded areas, and wash your hands frequently, or else.
5: If we don't do this, the reality is that COVID-19 will overwhelm our hospitals, will overwhelm our health care systems. And that's dangerous. As I said before, that is dangerous for everyone who needs medical medical care in a hospital for any reason, because it stretches our resources and it stretches the staffs of these institutions to the breaking point.
1: The governor says as for possible restrictions, he says they're looking at all kinds of things, but their goal would be to not impose any additional restrictions other than the many restrictions which are already in place. He says what would be ideal if people simply complied voluntarily. There are over 15,000 new statewide cases over the course of two days. Uh, As reported by the state, they say the state is up to 426,000 positive cases. Uh, Geisinger-Danville up slightly in their number of hospitalizations. Ninety-five people admitted now, down from the peak of a hundred last week. Geisinger-Shamolkin now has 13 people admitted. An evangelical community hospital has eight new patients on board, 43 patients at uh, EVAN, four of whom are on ventilators, nine are in the adult ICU. And it ain't over until it's over, and President Trump says... It ain't over. (laughs) The Trump campaign continues to file lawsuits. It's over. Anyway, I'm sorry. This is The Associated Press, despite the dispute from Joe McGranahan, uh, continues to file lawsuits over Pennsylvania's election, appealing yet another case to the state Supreme Court, this time uh, over the fewer than 2,000 ballots that were counted out of eyeshot at a suburban Philadelphia county. Also another element, uh, nine Republican lawmakers filed another lawsuit in state courts Monday, citing perceived irregularities or complaints over mail-in voting. Voting procedures and asking the court to prevent Pennsylvania from casting its electoral votes for President-elect Joe Biden. The Electoral College meets December 14th. Although today is the Safe Harbor Day, uh, which uh, can sort of complicates the whole election process. So do be aware of that. Okay, so two new opportunities for the president to disenfranchise Joe and
2: me. Did you see the story out of New York? Hmm. Uh, I sent it to you. New York State Supreme Court Justice Scott Del Conte said Monday that officials have discovered additional uncounted ballots amid an ongoing legal dispute related to the outcome of the race in New York's 22nd Congressional District. The disclosure came during a hearing to determine the next steps in an effort to declare a winner in the race between the incumbent Democrat. Representative Anthony Brindisi and Republican opponent Claudia Tenney. Unofficial results show Tenney with a lead of just 12 votes in the race. Amazing! See the Republicans in the lead and they discover uncounted ballots in a drawer. Who would have put uncounted ballots in a drawer? not don't you find that suspicious? I mean, I don't think there's enough fraud to overturn the presidential election, but in individual cases like this, mm-hmm. it in makes that you wonder. Race. It makes you wonder because the vote is twelve. Well, how 12. did that happen? What's the explanation there? There is none at the moment that I'm aware of. Hmm. Uh, they said the Tenney's team has argued the judge should certify the well, election is that results. That that race that's
1: being decided like fifty votes or something.
2: Twelve. It's twelve votes. Twelve votes. The Republicans <laughs> <are> ahead <laughs> oh, by twelve oh, votes. And they've already recounted, but now all of a sudden they discover votes in the drawer. <laughs> well maybe they came up with the Democrats have
1: emergency ballots that they mail that they ship to the various polling places, maybe that's these are some of them.
2: Well, they say that 12 additional uncounted ballots I'm were found. Of course, I please. know you are. No. were found in a drawer in rural Shenango County last week. Uh, last week, officials discovered another 55 uncounted ballots in the same county. Of those 55 votes, 11 were cast by unregistered voters. I have just, unregistered
1: voters. <laughs> I have just one thing to say to the voter registrar. Person, man or woman in Shenango County? You had one job. Job. One job. (laughs) Honestly, yeah, did they open, or did they count them yet? Did they favor, you know, did Well, that's
2: they? what the judge is trying to determine, which oh, okay. ones get counted, if they if get counted real,
1: per se, or are they these fake emergency But 11
2: ballots. of them were for unregistered voters, so they must have been part of the emergency ballots the Democrats had put aside in this race.
1: Yeah, I think they have some that come from Republicans and some, I'm making this up, of course, this is a <laughs> fiction, but uh, the Democratic emergency ballots that they come in, come in a marked box listed as Democratic <laughs> emergency ballots, and, uh, but once you open the box, some look like they come from Republicans, but of course they vote for Joe Biden. Some look like they come from Democrats and those are all Democratic votes. And some look like they come from unregistered voters, which uh, in Pennsylvania, an unregistered voter can't vote at all.
2: Well, how would an unregistered voter even get a ballot?
1: Maybe a provisional ballot. Maybe these were set aside as the, you know these are the provisional ballots that were resolved, but they set as these but aside. But there,
2: there's no provisional ballot for someone who's unregistered. They don't have any right to vote.
1: Right. They have nothing. Well, but they wouldn't know that necessarily at the polling place. They could say there's some kind of glitch or, you know, I tried to vote and I tried to register And oh, a I see what fashion. you're saying. Yeah,
2: all right. I was registered. Something's wrong, but we'll, we'll let you cast a in ballot. In any
1: event, well, they'll have to get to the bottom of that. Obviously, the votes will have to be counted in some
2: way. But, you know, th- this is why I think... And you say the margin is 12 now. 12 votes. <laughs> oh, gosh. 12 votes. Oh, but then they ridiculous. discovered uh, 12 additional uncounted ballots in a drawer and then another 55, 11 from unregistered voters. So it's amazing that these things keep cropping up. They keep finding more ballots. Now, you know, maybe the Republicans will find another 25 they had hidden in a drawer Well, somewhere. that would be helpful
1: at this time, <laughs> if, if only to change the narrative a little bit about Democrats stealing the election.
2: Well, I don't know that, you know, it's limited to Democrats. There may well be some places where Republicans have done stuff. And I, I did see one thing I thought was interesting. Somebody posted a meme that really made me think. It said, how come all the election fraud appears to have occurred in states that Trump lost? You know, they're not going into court in claiming that there was fraud. Well, he did in,
1: question some things in
2: Ohio. Um, well, yeah. he, he has no right? reason to. I mean, and really, Joe well, Biden has no reason to question it. Uh, why would Joe Biden question it in uh, states he lost? Because he won the election. You know, he has enough he doesn't need to. But I suspect that if it were closer, he would be ch- finding some things he wanted to challenge as well. And if I were Joe Biden... <laughs> There's a sentence you don't hear every day. But if I were Joe Biden, I would say, look,
1: go, go, go. Resolve these issues. Find out what's happening. You know, we're all Americans. We're all voters. This is our republic that is that you found glitches and hidden ballots and covered up tables and all this stuff. I want all this stuff resolved. Please take your time. Feel this out. See what happens.
2: Okay, but where I disagree with what he's doing is where in the Joe, thing in Pensil- uh the President Trump, oh, okay. here in Pennsylvania, where they, they're they arguing that all the ballots cast or counted after Election Day, the mail-in ballots, should be tossed out, 2.5 million votes. The people of this state or this commonwealth voted in good faith based on what they were told <laughs> no. the rules were. You're they blending. shouldn't have their votes tossed out. No, they were going after that. They were trying to get those 2.5 million votes thrown right, out. Right,
1: but the way you word it, you're blending two different um, parcels of ballots. One are legally received in timely 2.7 million votes that were mailed in in Pennsylvania. Right, but that's your the
2: argument, that there's no provision for mail-in ballots in Pennsylvania. Right, other okay, than and that's
1: fine. They can promulgate that argument. There's no problem with that. I mean, you, I think they're on... Uh, as as one of the U.S. Supreme Court justices said, Samuel Alito, I believe, said that this is uh, has to be resolved at the oh, yeah. state level. You know, there's no argument that there's that this should be taken up later. But in the meantime, but what you're talking about is the Secretary of State and the governor said, since we're having a pandemic, if you don't get your ballot uh, to the courthouse by the 8 p.m. election night, go ahead and count it anyway for three days longer. If you have the feeling that they. Who sent it in in a timely no, fashion. I think
2: they were challenging, Mark, that the law that was passed by the legislature right, right. that allowed it was right. unconstitutional.
1: In your remark, you blended both appeals into one sentence and they are separate issues. One is about the mail-in ballots altogether. Anybody right. Well, who that's the in, biggie. That's right. the one that disenfranchises
2: yeah, right. two and a half million people. In Pennsylvania. And that's what I'm opposed to. I mean, those people voted in good faith based on what they believed the laws You're were. You're opposed to throwing it out. I'm opposed to throwing them yeah. out, yes. I, I think those people voted in all fairness. They thought they were doing the right thing, and they should not be penalized. Their vote should be counted.
1: Okay, so if they were in full compliance with what was set up as an election system at that time, well, then the same would go true for those ballots that were mailed in late and that arose late. No,
2: that was done not by the legislature. That was done by, you know, the Secretary of State and the governor.
1: Yeah, but your argument that the voter went to the uh, mailbox with the ballot in mind, thinking that this was going to be okay mailing it, let's say, on a election day your argument for the 2.7 million ballots is that the voters shouldn't be disenfranchised because they were in full compliance with what they were asked to do well then the people who mailed in their ballots late should no, be No because compliance. that
2: was a change that was an extension granted okay. after the fact But they have no right to grant.
1: But could, well, okay, then that isn't what you're arguing, but could I not argue? That is what I'm arguing. All right, well, could I not (laughs) argue then? Well, look, I I got a ballot up in Renovo. I'll use that example again. We went up to Renovo, and we went to the post office box there, and since the mail takes a couple days to get down to Williamsport, uh, that I... Did exactly what I was supposed to do. I was told that hey, there's a three-day extension. It doesn't have to be to Williamsport till Friday. I should have two extra days. I'm putting it in the mailbox on Tuesday, election day. Right, but you're, so you're, I'm doing everything I was. You're told not was catching
2: okay. the distinction. I mean, the distinction was one is based on a law the legislature passed. If that law was flawed, it could have been brought to the court's attention before mm-hmm. the election and could have been resolved. It wasn't. Therefore, people voted in good faith and in reliance on the fact that the legislation passed by the House and Senate and signed by the governor was valid and constitutional. The time to make the argument that it wasn't was before the election, not after the election when the votes are cast. What you're talking about is an extension that was granted arbitrarily and without any legal background or any legal authority, uh, and and people had no reason to rely on that. They should have said, hey, this is a little shaky. I'm going to get my ballot in. (laughs)
1: Everything the government tells me to do is a little shaky. Well, no argument there. Do your best to get there. Okay. Well, welcome aboard, everybody. Joe and I are done arguing about this tiny little nuance and the various appeals from the President Trump campaign. Uh, One of them is uh, hovering around the U.S. Supreme Court. So, uh, as uh, the President has made clear once again, his judges should rule favorably for him in this particular case and throw out Pennsylvania's election. At least that's what he's hoping. So, uh, we'll see if that happens. If that happens, that would certainly uh, level the playing field a tiny. Bit it won't give Trump any uh, President Trump any electoral votes, but it will take away the 300-some, some of the 320 of the 300-some.
2: I would be astounded Joe. if that happened. I don't believe he owns anybody down there.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, he appointed them. They are to be loyal. They knew that going in, and they will be loyal. They will be loyal. Uh, We have a couple of texts and emails and one call, uh, upper right hand corner, Joe.
2: One says both indoor and outdoor dining pose a risk of infection because patrons can't eat or drink with a mask on. The CDC noted that. It advised that alternative defenses against coronavirus be considered to protect customers, employees, and communities, like don't open your mouth when you eat. That would be a, that would be uh, a good that's one, wouldn't not,
1: that phrase about don't open your mouth is you. That's not in the email. No, I
2: know. But, you know, that's ridiculous. That was, where wasn't that a governor of New York who said you should put your, oh, no, that was Newsom who said you should put your mask on between bites. No one in the, and then, of course then he's at the French Laundry Restaurant drinking $10,000 worth of wine Which and Which irritates
1: you to no end. That's the weird thing. <laughs> anyway, Al, go ahead. All right.
7: Warning. Joe. You were just about right, but they did take that legislative uh, move and wanted to change it, but they, the Supreme Court said no of the state right. because there was no damage at that point. There was no, and you can't bring a lawsuit in if there's no damage.
2: There was a pro- there was a primary now, election, the Al. Run. There was a primary election that could have you could have found a pretext in the primary to bring it before the court.
7: That's what it's called, yeah, pre tax. That they did and it was thrown out.
2: No, no, you said there was no damage. They brought it before the primary election. And if they had waited till after the primary election, they might have been able to cite some agreement that they had that would have given them some standing. But as it is, the court argued they didn't have standing, basically. Yep,
7: yeah, that's exactly what the lingo is. So they didn't take so they did take it to the Supreme Court after the primary? In the state
2: Court. Right after, but they didn't allege any anything in the primary that was bad, did they? Okay. I'm not aware of anything.
7: I, I would have to check on that, but that was the argument on uh, on Mark Levin show that they they took it and it was denied.
2: Right, I know it was denied,
7: and they did push it to the Supreme Court at that point of the United States. Well, That's they, when they would have had to do that, but they didn't do that either.
2: Well, they must have agreed that with the court then that they didn't have the right standing to to make the argument, for legal or legal standing.
7: Maybe the I don't know what happened, but it, it was a debacle. And like I said before, everybody put your muzzle up. I mean, your mask up. And
2: uh, (laughs) Your (laughs) muzzle. Like a dog. That'll be next. (laughs) So you don't... Everybody
7: put your muzzle up, and let's have no election.
1: So you don't spread any germs or bite your neighbor. Oh, my gosh.
7: Everybody put your muzzle on and keep your mouth shut while you eat, and then we'll have another
1: election. And I know... Mr. Al, you wear a mask at times. I know this to be true, having seen you in plain sight at one fine local location. So you may not like yeah, wearing a muscle, but you do
7: it. I've been going to breakfast every day and wear my mask and being a good boy. And then uh, I see all my grandchildren every weekend, and we didn't distance there. But if somebody's sick, we'd leave them home that week. And after uh, all, better. Well, you're lucky.
2: You're certainly lucky That's- to be able to see your grandchildren.
7: Mm -hmm. I am, and and my mom's on the first floor over at a fine nursing home, and we can, she runs over to the window at the sunroom, and we actually can see each other inches away and talk, so I've been lucky there, and she had it and got over it, and she's 89, my aunt had it, she's 80, uh, she's 93 and got over it.
2: They never doing any? They doing any risky? Uh, they doing any risky living? They going outside without masks? You know, going into the? No,
7: they're in nursing homes. They're oh, all okay. in nursing homes and got
2: it. Okay.
7: Yeah. So, you know, and they they made it
2: through. Well, I'm glad they did. Hey, thanks, Al. We appreciate your call.
1: You're welcome. Take care. 1-800-795-9565. 9565 we we'll take a quickie break. We've got a stack of texts, uh, and they are from one, two, oh, they're all from the same good individual. All right, so we're going to try to read them on the radio uh, when we come back, but we have open phones, 1-800-795-9565, talking a little bit about the pandemic and the restrictions and Governor Newsom and a very heartfelt, emotional plea about the really, I'm going to call it a devastating irony of a businesswoman in California who can't have outdoor dining, even though there's an outdoor dining room right across from our parking lot.
2: And then we're going to talk maybe a little bit about Nasty Claws.
1: Nasty Claws. Oh, yes. this would be the what? The Gramp- Krampus? Isn't that the name of the German evil person? I, th- I don't know. The Grinch. Grinchy right. Claws. Probably who the Grinch is founded after. All right, we're going to talk about that. But we got open phones. We can talk about the president. Uh, has two more legal challenges underway in Pennsylvania, one well, one by the campaign and one by uh, a core group of Republicans in Harrisburg. And we would love to hear from you. 1-800-795-9565 is our telephone number. 1-800-795-9565. Well, welcome back, everybody. Very glad to see you on the radio. You are right in the middle of WKOK's live telephone talk show. On the mark, as we turn the corner here to the second half of the show, we invite you to call in. Actually, the
2: last third of the show, really. Wouldn't you agree? It's, oh,
1: 930. Boy, TikTok. It's 930. I, I'm, I'm behind here. <laughs> yes, yes, the very last third. Okay, well, now's the time to call. Yeah, a lot of people wait until the last third of the show to call. <laughs> so this is that opportunity. 1-800-795-9565. Joe is really asking out loud a question that he heard on Fox News. Is it possible that there's no science to back up the fact that you can get COVID outdoors? one 800 No, no, no. That's not at all what oh, I heard. That is exactly what you're really asking. No, I'm just saying that there, nine, five,
2: six, five. there was no science suggesting that you were at a greater risk of eating outdoors than, you know, than average. There was no science that showed that it was any particular danger. Uh, and then our one emailer sent us a thing that said, well, you know, you should take your mask off, therefore you're running a risk. Mm-hmm. Well, you're allowed to take your mask off dining indoors, too. So what's the difference? No, I'd say there'd be more risk indoors, outdoors.
1: I would think so, too. You, have about, uh, you know, whatever breeze you got. But you can still get COVID outdoors if you're sitting across a picnic table <laughs> from somebody with it, and the breeze blows your way. But yet
2: they tell you it's okay to have outdoor meetings with you. If you're going to have <laughs> (laughs) Christmas, have it outdoors, and uh, you can see your family and friends.
1: And NBC has a picture of uh, some. uh, it's a couple in California at a really fancy outdoor restaurant, and the woman is has takes something off of her plate and feeds it to the guy across from her. Well, that may have been okay and, in old well, times. I guess their family, you know, they might be related or, you know, significant others or something. But I thought, isn't that funny? Yeah, there's no scientist that supports the fact that if you feed someone from your plate, they won't get your germs. Well, that would be
2: dangerous. Do, I you, do you
1: and Bonnie do that a lot? She feeds you when you two go out?
2: <laughs> no. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but I know you and your wife split dinners My lovely and desserts. Pride.
1: Well, we uh, we don't feed each other, but we always often split a plate. So,
2: well, I hope you cut it. I ask for a separate plate before you do that. Yes, so that of you course. could cut it up.
1: Well, we uh, we basically share germs all the time, anyway. Okay. So. Well, I'm glad to hear it. We're we're on that <laughs> mode. Tom, you're on the mark.
8: Good morning, gentlemen. Uh, the discussions this morning kind of brought me back to. Uh, 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 Mr. Biden's uh, quote a while back about uh, that he cares about the truth, not the facts. (laughs) Uh, And and again, if you look at the truth or science, it's very elusive. It's changing. It's not there. Uh, You can't call it. But if you look at the facts, the shutdown has destroyed lives. It's destroyed businesses. And it continues to do so. That is a fact. And Yet we keep imposing more restrictions on people and destroying more of our economy, more of people's lives, their health. Uh, you mean so in again, the US, go back in US, U.S. you're talking uh, about? You know, he wants the truth, not the facts.
1: In the U.S., you're talking about more restrictions. There's no additional restrictions in Pennsylvania now. There's an established set of restrictions since summer that are pretty onerous, that are very hard on restaurants and so on. But there's no additional ones in Pennsylvania. But you mean nationally, there's new restrictions, like in California.
8: Well, they just continue. I mean, we, you know, they if they r- reduce the restrictions, it's only for a short time. Then the next thing they say is, "Hey, we got to up them. It's it's worse. It's worse." But all those restrictions, even the ones in the past, the ones here now, the ones they're considering in the future are definitely going to destroy people and destroy lives and businesses
1: do you think the governor of pennsylvania is not interested in new restrictions at this time he wants us to stop this spread on our own you know to stay home and to wear a mask all the time and all that sort of thing do you think that will work i mean he every every week he goes on the radio he says okay i have more to say and he comes on and he basically says the same thing I'm imploring you, this is it. You know, the hospitals are filling up. We're running out of supplies. The staff is, you know, falling over. Uh, Do you think that will work, just asking us to do this ourselves?
8: I, I don't know. That's the whole point. We don't know that. If you look at some of what they're saying, Sweden, some of the other countries who've never shut down, they have less of a damage to their people than us. Less damage to their business than us. What does that mean for us? What, what they have ultimately said, and if you look between all the lines, is we are all going to get this. We're all exposed to it. This vaccine may certainly be the, 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 uh, the answer, and hopefully it is. But until then, there's nothing that we d- have done or can't keep doing that appears to stop this.
1: Well, we did we successfully. and Now, as you mentioned, we really hurt businesses terribly. But we did stop the mass hospitalizations that were happening in the spring. We also stand now a quarter. How did to, we stop them? Uh, through, How did we stop them? Through the business what restrictions. What did they prove
8: that we've done that stopped them? Other than we found out the people going into, you know, the senior citizen home and the elderly, that they've gotten it. That if they're exposed to it, they get hurt. That they go to the hospital. Mm -hmm. There have been plenty of people who are middle-aged and my age who have been exposed, who certainly have gotten it, but they're over it, and they've built up immunities. It's a natural process, it seems to me. It doesn't appear that anything we do, you know, has been the the panacea.
1: All right. Well, we we just got rid of Governor Wolf. Now we have Governor Tom from Shemokin. Tom, what (laughs) would you do to save lives, if at all? Maybe you're not that interested in that particular endeavor, but what would you do if you were the governor?
8: Again, look at the target people, those people who are most who are dying the most, who are suffering the most for it, and then put all all, as many restrictions or whatever needs to be done to assist them. Mm -hmm. Those are the number one. That's the same thing we're going to do with the vaccine. We're going to look for and go after the, the people who are hurt the most. Well, suppose people they had said hurt everybody.
2: Suppose they had said, Tom, that nobody over the age of 55 well no, as what is it I guess 70 is they use 70 seems to use 70 as a cutoff or let's say 65. no one over the age of 65 is allowed to be out and about. they must quarantine for their safety because they're at risk and no one with a pre-existing condition is allowed to be out or about, but the rest of you go ahead and live your life. Would that work?
8: Well, first off, I I don't know if you should impose that on the 65 or above without their own choice. But as far as everybody Mm -hmm. underneath, I mean, that is, let it be their choice. My family, and it's a large family, has been together through this whole thing, and we've had contact left and right. Some of us believe we've been exposed. Some of us believe we've experienced some of it. But we're a lot happier going about our life than we are trying to restrict it and, and find out that, that, that there's no good in that.
2: Well, I agree with you that withholding contact from people you love is not a good idea. I mean, uh, you know, you're, you don't get to see grandchildren in some cases. You don't get to see your relatives. You don't get to have a holiday sure. together. I mean, that's mental health-wise, that's got to be hard on people, and it is hard on people.
8: Yeah, it's unnatural to us. It's unnatural to do this, and I believe what we're doing unnaturally to each other is harmful i go to my church that, you know, the the church should be more full, that people want to be in there, but now we've got to make reservations to get the church for Christmas, because there's going to be a lot of people who can't go in, but yet there's no fact that says the churches are, you know, being the cause of a growing thing, and most of the churchgoers are over 60, 65, you know, that I see.
2: Well, you're right. I can tell you in my church, um, I've seen mostly people who were older. Um, you know, I won't say they're old, but I will say they were older. Uh, Supposed to seeing a lot of young people there, and it's important. A lot of people's faith is important to them. They want to go to church. They want to have that communion with each other and and feel that close relationship that with God that they only feel in a church.
8: I would rather be there than anywhere else except with my family. I mean, it's just it's and and, and why hurt people with restrictions again? I know the truth, you know, that they talk about what the truth is, and I know what they talk about science is. That keeps changing. I know what the facts are, though. That hasn't changed. It just keeps getting worse when we restrict things. All right, we got Fair you, Tom. Thank, Thank you, you so Tom. much.
1: Really appreciate right. the call. What's your call? Please, call often. We yep. love, we like your opinions, and we want to hear more of them. 1-800-795-9565. Read the one right in the middle, and then we'll go to the break. says,
2: uh, this is from our friend Tom. Can't wait for January 20, 2021. There's tears running p- put of my radio from the crybabies. Uh, maybe out of my radio? Oh, out of my radio from the crybabies on the mark. Wah, wah, wah. Sign Tom. <laughs> no, it's Tom. Tom
1: <laughs> It's all caps. <laughs> You're supposed to shout his name. I'm sorry. All right, one-eight hundred-seven nine five nine five six five. We will be right back.
2: Thank you so much. Welcome back. All right. We've got some emails. Dick says, To Al, there is absolutely no way there will be another election in Pennsylvania or any other state. For example, Georgia has counted ballots three times, including one by hand, and the president and his followers are still contesting the vote tally. I, along with a majority of my family members, voted legally by mail, as was approved by our legislators. Millions of Pennsylvania voters followed these guidelines during this election, and we did nothing wrong, no matter how you frame it. Okay. Fair right. enough. It's I,
1: the votes that were mailed on or about election day that were received late that are the ones that I mean, you have some things to dispute there, but still people went to a mailbox on election day and put it in the mail that day, knowing full well it would be counted. Joe's theory is that if you, the voter, are in full compliance with the rules as they're stated at that moment, the vote should count. But, of course, we have to resolve whether the Secretary of State had the right to, to say, okay, let those ballots start pouring in but after the election. But we don't
2: throw the baby out with the bathwater. Well, to yeah, we're not can,
1: Well, but, you know, there's thousands of votes that were cast after
2: the election. And then uh, one of our texters says, Joe, the problem with the change of rules in Pennsylvania for mail-in ballots is that it was done by... By the court. That's why the changes are unconstitutional. Election law is made by the legislature, not the courts. The law said ballots had to arrive by election day. Not after that was a change arbitrarily set by the state courts. And, uh, wow, Than is spreading a whole lot of falsehoods. Sounds to me like Than is afraid to go out the door. If that's the case, maybe he should stay home and let the rest of us live our lives. All right, this is from yesterday where we well, talked we about... Well, we missed the most provocative, oh. provocative one at the top that says, right. Yes, Tom, January 20th will be awesome when Trump takes the oath of office for the second time.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll see. There, There is still hope. All right, and this is the last one. Last this one. starts here and goes Right, it here. says,
2: Mark, shame. sham hearing in Gettysburg. Really, there are people willing to put their freedom on the line to testify about what they saw happen in the election counting rooms in Philadelphia and Pittsburgh. Why don't Democrats want these allegations investigated? They want them swept under the rug. What are they afraid of or trying to hide? I want the truth, and we aren't getting it. All right. Yeah, I agree. That's a good observation.
1: If there's any Democrat out there that doesn't want uh, the election, fraud, glitches, anomalies, uh, anomalies, the uh, dominion, questions answered, then uh, they shouldn't have standing. All of these things should be resolved. And I think Joe Biden should say that. This benefits him. You know, a lot of these things, if they're resolved once and for all, give him k- k- votes. I mean, obviously he doesn't well, need them. The hypocrisy the I top.
2: find is that four years ago, the Democrats were all, st- all calling Trump a fraudulently elected president without any proof. Because you know. of the Russian hoax? Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, because of that, you know, now we have the Republicans doing the well, same thing.
1: Well, the Russians did Help President Trump, but it wasn't enough this it, time.
2: The old expression: "It all depends on whose ox is being gored." <laughs> That's a pleasant sight. <laughs> there is, yes.
1: All right, who thought of that? All
2: right, now let's talk about this nasty, rotten Santa oh. Claus. Okay. Do you have that? I have a story here. Set it up. I am fascinated by this. This is a uh, Santa Claus who doesn't like firearms. A mall Santa dropped the hammer on a little boy who asked for a Nerf gun for Christmas, telling the bawling kid he wouldn't bring him the toy. (laughs) The politically correct Kris Kringle was caught on video asking the child what he wanted for the holiday, according to a Facebook post by the boy's mother. The boy apparently mentioned a gun because Santa could be heard saying, no, no guns. When the kid's mom was standing nearby I piped in just to be clear. Nerf gun. The not so jolly old Saint Nick was still having none of it. Nope, not even a nerf gun," said the unmoved Father Christmas, who was sitting at a table surrounded by fake presents, with the boy across from him nervously holding his face mask in what looked like a mall. All right, here you go.
7: You don't know.
3: What? No, no, guns. Nerf guns. No, not even a Nerf gun. No, nope. if, you, if your dad wants to get it for you, that's fine, but I can't bring it to you.
1: Oh, <laughs> Santa. Dad can buy him a nerve gun, but Santa can't So when
2: a... did Santa get a conscience? So years ago, I got oh, cap dear. guns for Christmas. Oh,
1: yeah. You know? <laughs> oh, yeah. Remember the caps that were on the little roll of paper?
2: Paper, yeah. Oh, man, I remember those. So, you know, and we we had cap they guns. We had rifles. We had all sorts of guns. And cap we didn't rifles. grow up to murder anybody or cause any problem. Yeah, but look at you. But he did say, if your dad wants to get it for you, that's fine, but I can't bring it to you. Santa can't do any guns, even <laughs> what al- Nerf guns. What else would you like? Lots of other toys, Legos, there's bicycles, there's cars and trucks. What do you think? The child turned to his mom and burst into tears, continuing to sob, even when she went ba- down, bent down to hug and comfort him and told him, you'll still get it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you know, just come from your father and not from Santa. So Santa's got a no-gun policy at that particular mall.
2: Well, uh, you know, this is you know, nerf guns are, are actually fun. Uh I have several at the house that oh, I play with here my grand we I play with my grandsons with when I have my oh, grandsons. I'll bet you and Bonnie play with them too. No, we don't. But my son and my son has them and my grandson and I played with them quite often and one of his friends came over and his friend loved to shoot me in the posterior with uh, <laughs> the Nerf guns. And you know, they're fun. They're not you know, well, you, well, you can target shoot with them. They're not dangerous. They
1: are.
2: <laughs> you could be hitting a, You could take out an eye. Well, I mean, the kid didn't ask for a BB gun. He <laughs> asked for he asked for a Nerf gun. Now, let me.
1: Uh, a Nerf gun shoots like a little tube, a little Nerf spongy a little felt.
2: Tube. Yeah, not felt, but, but they're uh, small, right?
1: Yeah. They're like 7mm. They're maybe mm. about
2: like that, and they have a, like a blue tip on the front, and then the base is like a yellow or yellow. orange. Right, 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 right. Yeah, I've seen them. They're in my neighbor's yard. And, you know, they, they are they come out of there with a little bit of speed, but
1: if they hit you, they don't hurt you. I didn't know my neighbor was using guns. I just thought they were some little toy or something. Well, they are a toy, but... Uh, so my neighbors shooting off Nerf guns in the backyard.
2: Well, what kind? You would think the store would have done a better job clearing their Santa Claus to help. make sure that he's not anti-gun. And I would have, if I were the kid's mother, I'd have said, "Oh, well, this obviously isn't the real Santa Claus. This is some jerk with a political agenda." Well, what else? What dressed a up in a Santa Claus? What, suit. what else? What a politically- I think
5: that actually happened. She told the kid exactly that. Did she? Really? Really? This is not the real Santa. It's just one of Santa's oh, helpers. Okay.
2: Okay, and, 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 and assured Santa, him
5: that he would get a Nerf gun delivered directly from the North Pole.
2: And Santa's going to fire his posterior the minute he <laughs> learns about the, this. The, the, the,
5: he'll get really, actually
1: real fired from that particular moment. Well, but, what else would a politically correct Santa do? He would make sure that the little boy got some Barbie dolls in addition to a G.I. Joe,
2: so that would happen. Well, I'm surprised if he asked for a boy toy. I'm sorry, we can't send you any gender-specific toys. They have to be neutral. If the boy asks for a Tonka truck, it has to be a high bread truck
1: <laughs> what else would a politically correct santa provide for children well let's see
2: um actually boy probably wouldn't get a truck because that would spew toxic uh, carbon <laughs> well that would be gender stereotyping a boy wants right. a truck right. no let the boy oh, have that's a doll true.
1: yeah he could have a doll <laughs> and and a tea set and uh some pink products of various kinds uh, let's see, what else? What would
2: be something else? A politically correct Santa w- uh, I'm would trying to make think. sure. Well, uh, it if wouldn't it be were food, to, it would not be candy. There would be no candy canes. And there would be... Because a, that would rot um, the kid's teeth. He uh, wouldn't be able to listen to any right-wing messages that are too
1: far right-wing, so G.I. Joe would have to be mute. <laughs> he wouldn't be able
2: to speak. Oh, there would be no G.I. Joe. Or G.I. Jane. There's no such thing as a toy named G.I. Jane. There was, wasn't there? There was a there? movie. No, I think there was a G.I. Jane toy. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe No, it was I think
1: Barbie has uh, fatigues for when she enlists. But yeah. I don't think she, there's a G.I. Jane to match
2: Ken. Yeah, I always like the joke, there's divorced Barbie. She comes with Ken's house, his car, and his bank account. Oh, I have Remember all,
1: cap- that one? <laughs> all capital letters and exclamation point from one of our good listeners. Mark, G.I. Joe is not... Ken wearing army gear.
2: <laughs> okay, so they're separate
1: people. Got it. All right,
2: gotcha. Well, I think this Santa Claus is a disgrace. To Santa Claus is everywhere. You don't make a little kid cry and ball his eyes out. You know, you could say you could have said to him, "Well, do you really want a gun, Santa?" Has other things that you might like. And if the kid said he wanted a gun, I would have just said, "Well, we'll see what we can do." <laughs> 9565 we got our callers ready. We will
1: be right back. Stand by, guys. Hold on.
5: When it comes to car buying, there's the other guy's way, and then there's the SMC way. The other guys force you into a vehicle you really don't want. The Subway Motors way lets you take the time you need to browse, ask questions, and take the test drive and think on it. For over 100 years, the Merth family and all their employees have made your experience the most pleasant one you'll ever have. The other guys won't offer you the best price for your trade, no matter how much they say they will. The SMC way is the They're promised to provide you with the most money the market shows your vehicle's worth.
1: all right we got callers galore let's get right to the phones thanks for waiting men oh cindy's one of the callers sorry dick uh, you're on the mark right ahead
9: well, I was just just to make this quick, when when Tom from Shimoka I guess it was called, and he mentioned Sweden. Well, you know, Sweden did practice herd immunity, and they thought that was the answer, and they found that it wasn't because the results in Sweden, uh, as far as people dying, were much worse than they were in Finland and Norway and and uh, Denmark, their surrounding Scandinavian countries. So they kind of abandoned that that way of going now, and they they're going back to a more of a lockdown type thing not a lockdown total lockdown but, but they they're going more the way the other countries have to going now Okay. They found it just didn't work.
1: Right, and uh, you get a lot of misinformation about other countries too. I'm, I'm sure what your info is uh, is reliable, but a lot of folks say. Well, well I'm standing
9: here staring at it on it, the, the, and I went. There's about six or six different articles on it. So, and I, I, I heard this on the news several weeks ago, so I just went back and read it at that time. And they just found that it didn't work. It, it, it It's it, Her immunity works if you get about seventy percent of the people get the infection. And if you figure seventy percent of uh, three hundred million in the United States, how many people would have to be come down with that with the, with that virus? And a lot of people couldn't. At that number, three hundred million, a lot of those people would just die because they couldn't they, they couldn't deal with that virus, and the hospitals would be overwhelmed. Here, Sweden has ten million people; they don't have three hundred million people. Okay,
1: all right, we got yeah. you. All My right. point
9: be mm-hmm. is they kind of been, they, they they went more the route of of Finland, their their neighboring standard because they did much better when they hand, the way they handled it all right thank That's you so much saying. appreciate okay. the call thank Thanks you for
1: calling in appreciate that uh let's see al you get 60 seconds and not a second more go right ahead
7: well, well, i'm gonna keep it light i am a i am official saying as helper uh i did 10 years as a, a, a fill-in and now 14 years in a row as full-time so i can answer just about any question on that and uh there is a GI Jane, and you can, get your, you can get your first rifle, twenty-two rifle at twenty-two. So we have nothing against Nerf guns.
1: <laughs> <laughs> All right, we got you. Glad Thank you so it. much. Yeah, I didn't realize it. Oh, and,
7: and herd immunity takes about two and a half years.
1: I remember a movie called GI
7: Pandemics G. to
3: Spanish flow.
1: Okay, okay. All right. Thank you, Al. Noted. Thank yep. you so much, Cindy. You're on the mark. Last caller of the day. Go right ahead.
3: Good morning, gentlemen. We gave, Santa gave, not we, Santa gave our son, when he was three or four, a breakfast cooking set that was these wonderful toys that came out from a company whose name started with F, and they... Uh, were simulated a pan made a scratching noise like bacon was sizzling and there was pretend <laughs> bacon and there were scrambled eggs and there were fried eggs and there were pancakes and there was a syrup thing that poured and it vanished and then when you stood it back up it filled up with syrup again Wow. he played and played and played and played with that shared it with his younger sister when she got old enough i have it here i intend to pass it on to our two-year-old granddaughter I think there are lots of toys that aren't necessarily gender-fixated, you know. There are women who hunt. I don't know why guns would be assumed to be just for men. Um. You know, I think that's kind of...
2: That's an interesting thing you bring up because we got our grandson. Uh, we when we uh, our oldest grandson Logan, we kept him uh, at the time, and we got him in a kitchen, and he played and played with that thing. You know, I sure. guess with all the little pieces and all the little parts and doors that opened and closed. I don't think he was consciously uh, cooking a meal, but you know, we would sit and eat the fake oh, little dishes cooking. he gave us. He was
3: cooking. <laughs> well, and to this day, my son's a very fine cook. He does a wonderful job. Uh, he's the primary cook at his home and he does a lot of experimental cooking i'm kind of a recipe kind of a girl i don't i don't wing it often but he does some magical things and then calls me and tells me to do them so his family's already been the experimental people and i'm just replicating but, but did he have a I think nerve? there are lots of toys like that that aren't necessarily that some people might look upon them like a vacuum cleaner you know, children, preschool children like to imitate what they see adults do. My husband builds things for my daughter's new home, and our granddaughter was fascinated by this, so I bought her a play drill. And isn't she there right next to Poppy, drilling and putting <laughs> things together? And when he makes a mistake of putting down the real tools, why, she picks them up and starts to help, which is scary because yeah. they can scratch the wood. <laughs> Definitely. All now, right. who, an air, a, a screwdriver can cause more damage than one can begin to imagine if but you're not careful.
2: Did your son have a cap gun, too?
3: No. I actually would not get him any guns. And then, when he, then he built them out of Legos. We got him a climbing system. He used the climbing system to make guns. And when we went to Disney World, I gave him, I forget how much it was, maybe $30. That was his money. He was seven or eight to decide how to build. What do you think he bought? A gun? Every land we visited. Davy Crockett's musket, the pirate's thing. And here we were to get on the airplane, and my husband was, how are we going to get these ones to the airplane? <laughs> oh, we had to confess them. And then we hid them in the luggage and then confess them at the check-in.
2: That's funny.
3: Everyone was laughing. They said there were a lot of guns in the luggage going home from Orlando. I don't bet. don't worry about it. <laughs> Thank, Thank you Cindy. so much, Cindy. Appreciate Take care, the
1: gentlemen. call. Yeah, Somebody got me a Mr. Microphone when I was a child, and look what happened. a uh, mic on a soap. This is WK okay Sunbury